Hello there, my fearsome, feisty FitFizz friends. Welcome back to the FitFizz podcast. I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of FitFizzStudio.com, and I'm a nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease fighter, and I've worked in this industry since the year Forrest Gump was released. I'm not a doctor, so to legally cover my hiney, I need to remind you that the info shared here is for educational and informational purposes only. None of the contents should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, or prescribe. And now that that's out of the way, let's get on with today's show. First, I want to say, have I told you lately that I love you? Seriously, though, thank you for the positive feedback on the show. It's really giving me the warm and fuzzies that we all need this time of year, and it gives me a lot of excitement to keep going and to keep teaching you all that I've learned. Excitement is related to today's topic of adrenal fatigue, and my goal today is to educate you on a high level of what adrenal fatigue is. If you listened to part one of my autoimmune story, then you heard me mention it. I feel like it's important to educate you on a couple things like adrenal fatigue and leaky gut before I continue with the rest of my autoimmune story and because they're both super deep topics. You've probably heard the term adrenal fatigue and maybe you even just dismissed it if you haven't had a doctor officially diagnose you with it or maybe you've heard it and thought like, yeah, I know that's related to stress, but That's about it. And some general practitioners might say that adrenal fatigue is even a myth. And why is that? Well, it goes back to the idea that I've mentioned on other episodes about how they don't have a test to just draw blood, see if you test positive or negative for adrenal fatigue, and they don't have a drug to give you to mask the symptoms. So most regular doctors will just gloss over it or pretend it doesn't exist. And again, that's why functional medicine is awesome because they understand it's a very complex issue that can be treated and fixed in natural ways. But due to false information that a lot of general practitioners give out, if they tell their patients that it doesn't exist, then the patients pass it on through word of mouth. And that's why a lot of people have come to dismiss it, unfortunately. But adrenal fatigue is very real. So, We're talking about the adrenal glands and adrenaline. The adrenal glands sit sit on top of the kidneys, and they're really there to help the body cope with stress. They have everything to do with adrenaline. I'm sure you know what adrenaline is. We usually associate adrenaline with things like skydiving or bungee jumping. And adrenaline is really the fight or flight hormone. It's a response to stress. Now, you might take something like skydiving and Whether you consider it fun or terrifying, it is stress on the body. So something like that is going to put the body in fight or flight and it pumps out adrenaline. So the adrenaline is released mainly through activation of nerves connected to the adrenal glands, which trigger the secretion of adrenaline and thus increase the levels of adrenaline in the blood. This process begins to happen within just a few seconds of a stressful event being encountered. If you're like me, um, or how I, how before I really dove deep into all of this starting a few years ago, 
when you hear people talk about hormones or hormone issues or hormone imbalances, you might just associate that with if it's guys, you might just think like, oh, that means low testosterone. Or if it's women, you might think like, oh, that means menopause or oh, that means PMS. And that's about the extent of what a lot of people will associate with hormonal issues. I used to think that way too, but I want you to really pay attention to this issue because part of why adrenal fatigue is so rampant and not being addressed is because we're not paying attention to really how broad hormone issues are. Adrenal fatigue is a hormone issue. So there's a lot of correlation between adrenals and anxiety. Anxiety is one of the many ways that your body gives you the heads up that something internal is off and that something might be your adrenals. So part of the reason that adrenal fatigue is also such a slippery slope is that if your adrenals are off, it can cause anxiety. And if you have anxiety for prolonged periods, it can throw off your adrenal function. So it can happen from either side. If you get caught up in either side of that vicious cycle, everything in life is going to feel overwhelming to a point where you can't even begin to process if you need adrenal help or not. Everything is just too much to deal with. And I know that feeling. Maybe you do too. There are so many things that can cause it, which we're also going to talk about. And it's just, it's not a good place to be and it's not a healthy place to be. So there's something called the HPA axis. It stands for, stands for hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So that includes the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, and the adrenal gland. It's a neuroendocrine system, meaning that it deals with the brain and your hormones. So I'm not going to get super sciencey. So I don't want to lose you with all these science words if that's not your jam. But just keep in mind, we're, deal- we're talking about the brain and the hormones, the HPA axis. It's used to regulate a lot of processes in the body, including your stress response, digestion, the immune system, mood, emotions, sex drive. The main hormones for the HPA axis are cortisol and adrenaline. Now, cortisol and adrenaline also are very closely related to sleep. So I want you to picture, you know what double dutch is with the jump rope. Picture a set of people double dutch. So you've got one person on one side turning the two ropes. You've got a person on the other side turning the two ropes. Picture this in your head. You've got your person in the middle jumping to keep in rhythm with everything. So one person on one side, that is the cortisol. The person on the other side, that's the adrenaline. The person in the middle, that's your sleep. So if it's all working, oh, it's working. It's beautiful. But if one of those things that's off, you've got a mess. It's just not working. Some people lead with a cortisol response when they're stressed. And other people lead with an adrenaline response when they're stressed. And this also partially explains why some people gain weight around their middle when they're stressed out and others don't. Here's what adrenal depletion or adrenal dysfunction, what it might look like. So when should you start to analyze if this might be happening to you? It can be triggered by sleep deprivation, excess exercise, blood sugar abnormalities, sexual abuse, sexual assault, social rejection physical abuse, inflammation, which is like if you're eating foods that give you diarrhea and you just keep 
doing it and you think like, ah, it's just some diarrhea, but you keep eating it anyway. You'll deal with the diarrhea because the food tastes good. That's inflammation. You keep doing it. It's going to get worse. (laughs) It's going to cause more problems. Trauma, car accidents, the death of loved ones, job loss, divorce, relationship problems. If you've gone through any of these, these are very stressful and traumatic life issues that will will have, if you're feeling intense emotions around any of these things, they, it will have an adrenal response in the body. If it's prolonged for too long, eventually the adrenals are just going to kind of give up on you. So imagine one of the most terrible events that you've lived through and how much stress it caused you. So your body's pumping out adrenaline. And if it stays having to do that for too long, eventually the body's like, your adrenal glands are basically saying to you like, you know what, we're sitting here pumping out adrenaline, helping you to try to get through this crisis. But you're basically telling us there's no end. So we're just we're pooped out. It's like, you know, if you're running up, taking the taking the stairs up to the top of the Hancock building, your legs are going to give out. Eventually, your adrenal glands are going to give out. And that's when all kinds of problems start to happen. So what does adrenal depletion or dysfunction look like? If you are being affected by adrenal depletion or adrenal dysfunction, it might look like emotional or physical stress, feeling overwhelmed, feeling tired despite getting adequate sleep, difficulty waking up. Intense, insatiable cravings for salty foods. Oh, I know that one too much. Increased required effort for daily activities. Here's another one. If you feel faint when you get up too quickly, your blood pressure rises too quickly when you stand up, and it's essentially telling the body that you are not properly adapting to the simple stress of gravity. And there's actually something you can do to test this it, to see if it's an adrenal response. If you are feeling dizzy when you stand up, I'll just tell it to you so you can look it up on your own. We're not going to get into it, but it's called the Raglan's test, R-A-G-L-A-N-D apostrophe S. And it's a test you can do to yourself with your heart rate. Another thing, if adrenal fatigue is affecting you, If you're experiencing a lot of brain fog, like when you walk into a room and you stand there and you're like, what did I come in here for? No, really, why did I come in here? It might be adrenal fatigue affecting you if you're going through some traumatic life events or if you catch yourself reading a book and all of a sudden you realize your eyeballs are just scrolling scrolling past the words and you don't even know what you're reading. If you're on edge, if you walk into a room and all you see is the mess around you and everything feels chaotic and you can't just function on what you're actually there to do. Um, Adrenal fatigue might be affecting you. Here are a few more things. Unexplained digestive issues, alternating diarrhea and constipation. Does that sound familiar? Maybe it does. What's happening there? Well, your body's in that state of fight or flight. Your hormones are being jacked up, for lack of a better term. They're just all kinds of messed up. They're going crazy. They don't, they're they getting tired. They want to rest, but then you're sending signals that you can't rest. So you're, it's affecting your, your entire body, your digestion. Your poop is like, we give up too. We don't know what we're doing. So decreased ability to handle stressful situations. It might affect, it. if that is you, it might be an adrenal 
fatigue response, increased feelings of depression or anxiety, increased sinus congestion or breathing problems. That can be due to the body being too alkaline, due to poor nutrient absorption, due to leaky gut, which happens from stress. So see how this is all such an ugly chain reaction. Another thing, if you if you're taking longer than normal to recover from working out, it might be adrenal fatigue um, or adrenal dysfunction, reduced ability to make decisions, poor productivity, poor concentration, excessively analyzing everything, overthinking things that happen throughout your day. Does that sound familiar? It might be time to consider is there a stressful event happening? Am I overthinking everything in my life? Does everything feel so stressful? I might be dealing with adrenal fatigue. If you have a lot of body aches, it might be a sign of inflammation. And again, going back to that whole poop, digestion, diarrhea thing. If you are eating foods that inflame you and you keep doing it, it's going to keep getting worse. Now, this comes back to leaky gut, which is a topic I'm going to explain a lot more about in a lot of episodes. I'm actually making courses around that. So more to come. And But do any of those sound familiar? If a lot of them sound familiar, maybe it's time to take a serious look at if you're dealing with adrenal fatigue, especially if you generally feel just stressed out above everything else. One of the worst things you can do until it's all under control is actually prolonged intense exercise. I know that might sound crazy, but to sum that up as a high level view is basically if your body is experiencing trauma, you're super stressed out. So your adrenals are working over time and you're in that fight or flight state and you're putting in lots of intense exercise you're adding on, you're, you're, you're like, oh, I'm already in fight or flight. Let's just double that. And that's not very smart. Your body needs rest so bad. So should you stop working out? That's a tricky answer. If I had to answer it shortly, I'd probably say yes, but it depends on if the stress, it depends on if the working out is actually a stress relief for you. And if you can still get adequate sleep at night. And so it's it's very individual. It's hard to just sum that up. In the end, it really comes down to the fact that the body is responding to what it's sensing as physical trauma. That's it. And it's okay to admit to yourself that your body is going through some trauma and you need rest. Trauma creates all kinds of cellular damage in the body. And if that damage can't heal, it's guaranteed to just be a snowball effect for an avalanche of deeper health issues. Now, one reason that I'm telling you all of this is because I want you to take a look at how many of these things coincide with what's commonly called depression or anxiety by regular doctors. They will readily prescribe medications for depression and anxiety. I had this happen to me several times, and sometimes it was needed for true depression and anxiety, which is its own thing. But most of the time, I was dealing with things like adrenal fatigue, 
or adrenal dysfunction that only appeared to look like a mental health issue. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not telling everyone to assume next time you think someone is depressed to assume they have adrenal fatigue. That's not it at all. I understand that they are very different and you should understand that too. But I am certain that if we could somehow magically heal adrenal fatigue in all of America, I think we'd see a very drastic decrease in the rate of perceived depression. So hopefully you get the correlation that I'm talking about there. There's also something happening called magnesium wasting. Magnesium wasting is one thing that happens during adrenal fatigue. So magnesium is super important in the body. It's responsible for over 300 functions in the body. And a lot of people are magnesium deficient. So Stress has an effect on magnesium. The body pumps out adrenaline, which causes magnesium to leak out of the cells and into the bloodstream and into your urine. And that becomes a vicious cycle of more stress than less biochemical tolerance to stress. You can you just don't feel like you can deal with stress as well. And your magnesium continues to plummet and plummet and plummet. So, again, vicious, vicious cycle. So what can you do about it if you're like, if you're starting to think this might be me? So you can um, get a lab test for magnesium. You can ask your doctor or go to my website. There are places you can do lab testing all on your own. You can get a cortisol test. So the magnesium and cortisol are great places to start. Remind yourself of what a deep rabbit hole that the havoc of stress really is on your body. Try, if you just feel like you're stressed out, you're in situations where you feel like you can't win, just it's okay to remind yourself to take the path of least resistance sometimes. Breathing. It sounds silly, but especially if you're sitting all day, a lot of us tend to just start breathing really shallowly. So breathe, expand your rib cage, get everything moving. You're going to feel better. There are adrenal support supplements out there, but you have to be very careful because sometimes if your other hormones are off, they might have the opposite effect. So again, that's why it's important to work with a doctor. Take care of your sleep, sleep hygiene. That's another topic we're going to discuss directly. And here's another one. I have something exciting coming up. It's called the 12 Days of Wellness Challenge. So this is where I'll be sharing a lot more ways to keep your adrenal health under control throughout the hectic holiday season. So you can sign up by going to fitfizstudio.com slash 12 days of wellness. It's the numbers, the numerals, one, two days of wellness. Here's how it's going to work. It's only $12 to sign up and it's 12 days of stuff for only $12. So sign up now and you can start reading all of the details. It will start on December 8th and it runs through December 19th. So each day you get a new topic and I'll be doing some Q&A sessions too. You'll get small, short, easy resources tips and recipes. And it's all super easy to neglect your own self-care during the year-end race through the holiday season. But it's also the most important time to take care of yourself. It will hopefully keep you on track with your sanity to keep your cortisol and your adrenal levels in check, which in turn will hopefully leave you feeling more in control of everything that life is so quickly throwing at you than it otherwise would. And it's a very small investment in yourself and a great way to treat yourself with, it's only $12. You can take it with you and redo it whenever you want since you get to keep all the materials. So hopefully that sounds good. 
And thank you so much for listening. If you found some value in today's podcast, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes. And please treat yourself and go sign up for the 12 Days of Wellness Challenge. And until next time, please breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.